in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to another episode here of the Top Ten Show. I am John Roca. And I am Matt Nost. Happy New Year, buddy. 2021. <laughs> we made it. Uh, 2021. We are here. 2020. Get on out the door. Uh, we are excited. We start a whole new year. We'll see what happens in this year. Uh, will we be doing a live event? Matt Nost, at some point of the with the Top Ten, I have no idea. But maybe. You never know. You never know. And we, look. I, I looked online, you do, you can go to various websites and yeah. you can, they'll give you an estimation as to when you'll get the vaccine. And I plugged in my information and it came back and just said, bro, you're last. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, just shrugged his shoulders and like in, in Los Angeles alone, there's X number of million of people ahead of you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm not getting this anytime soon. And, what? uh, I, I don't know, Matt. I've been seeing like Mark Ellis did his uh, New Year's Eve uh, live show, and he did it with uh, uh, Makuga and with Napsok. They were there. Christian yeah. Mukaba shooting it. So maybe if we figure out how oh, that, to do yeah, that, that's we could do different. a live show like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is different. Uh, I'm yeah. talking about like you know a live show where there's a crowd yeah. and they oh. we hang about and and whatnot and yeah, meet people yeah. afterwards and yeah, that shit is not happening in 2021. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, I see. Yeah, the, I, I see like, the WWE doing it where they have like people chiming in from their um, houses or places where they live, and they put it up on the screens on the big video screens. Maybe that's what. <laughs> do we have the money maybe, to do something like that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we do. It's uh, it's a <laughs> it's a lot of moving parts and whatnot. It is. Um, it's possible. It's entirely possible. I just thought you were implying in front of a crowd. It's like, I don't see ah. that happening. Sadly, no, I wish I that were the case. I was yeah. trying to lie to myself that maybe I'll be playing basketball again by July or August, but I don't know oh, if that's... Yeah. I don't know. I don't have the slightest clue. Yeah, you must be. Uh, oh, yeah, I've taken to running. Mm. And I fucking hate running because it's just boring. I mean, I run. I, I run. I don't half-ass it. Right, uh, no, no, I get it. You know, a couple of days a week, and I run a minimum of forty minutes. So That's I'm fucking good. yeah, I'm out there doing it. But I'll, I'll be damned if I'm not bored as fuck by minute twelve. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just a matter of do you do you want to put on the weight or not, Matt? Keep going. Because <laughs> I'll take two days off before I, I run again. So it's just like you really can't push yourself another twenty minutes, and then take seventy two hours off. You lazy fuck. And be like, yes, I can't. Like, it's that type of motivation because I'm bored out of my. Whereas, if it was any kind of game element, I can I can push oh, myself yeah. for hours. Of course, of course. But there's nothing to do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, as one person, I don't, can you play handball by yourself? Maybe yeah, 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 you can do handball. Can you? Yeah, of course. You got that. I know wall. of a couple of handball courts. You got the wall. You got to wrap up the hand real tight and get the sure. right wall. You can do that. Or a tennis racket. You can find those those uh, tennis courts where you can bang it against the wall and it looks like a line, looks like the net. 
is there on the wall. You could do that. Yeah, but that's like the equivalent of doing ping pong where you just flip up one half of the yeah. table and you're just hitting it back and forth. That's only fun for so long. That's true. It does get a little boring for sure. It does. Do they close down the courts up there in LA? Like, uh, can you not go shoot or do you no, not? You can, go- but it's, okay. it's not the same thing. I do it, mm. but it's still without the interaction and, and, you know, you're using your mind on top of to just, you know, your mind is distracted as it's yeah. trying to play the game. Yeah. As opposed to running where he's just like, you have nothing to do, but sit here and think about whatever. And then eventually inevitably you go back to, yeah, I'm fucking running. Yeah. And just think about the running. My neighbor put up a um, basketball thing out in the driveway, like a know, one of those, time. yeah, a hoop, one of those portable ones. Uh-huh. And so him and his kids go out there and shoot, and there is that temptation, you know, you know, like, but I can't because, like, you know, I don't know what they have, they don't know what I have, yeah, masks, all of that, but it just sits there, kind of dangling there out in the in the street, like, oh man. Nice it's tantalizing. It's tantalizing yeah. shit. Yeah, they're they're. I can still go to courts up here. I know of one where it's perfect and it's nobody goes to it. There's tons of courts, and I've been there with one other person before. But there's two different court areas separated, and no. he just stayed on one, and I stayed on the other. We have fences between us. Wow, wow. Yeah, That's but then where I'm at, there's four full length courts, but there's nobody yeah. else out there, and he was down below, and I wanted to go down and play horse or some, something, anything, but it's just like, I can't, what if, yeah, you I don't, know. maybe, you know, Was it worth it? You, you have one game of horse. Yeah. Is it? Cause I want to convince, why don't we play 21? It's just like, well, you can't do that in a million years. Right. I've had a friend say, yeah, do you want to go out and do some shooting drills? And I'm sure it'd be fine. Yeah. Right. Right. But That's I cool. can't a hundred percent say, and, uh, it just doesn't seem like it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I've made it this far. <laughs> I know. I mean, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I this was the first week that I experienced, as we're recording this, that I experienced someone close to me getting it. Okay. So I had no, I had no experience with that over the year. Uh, so Because I, I think we've all been good about it. He was a bit more, how would I say this, relaxed about some of the uh, events he was attending, some of the places he was going. He thought it was following the guidelines, but I think you do one too many like group events out of town with people that you don't actually live with. Eventually it's going to catch up to you. So, uh, you know, I, uh, it was first experience with it, but yeah, loss of sense of smell, taste, all of that seems to be doing okay now, but certainly had it. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I even reached out to the gym because the gym around here, they were like, you know, we're not going to close no matter what. And then uh, I looked on their websites, like temporarily closed. I reached out to the dude who was our uh, kind of our the guy who introduced us to the gym. And he's like, yeah, you know what? You can still go work out, uh, you know, outside by yourself. Yeah. We've set up some weights and we'll do one on one personal training. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, for the for what you're going to charge per month. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna yeah. Set something up in the garage, you know, so. do something else. Catherine bought a rowing machine. Oh, shit. I want to oh. get one. She won't let me get one. I want to get one. How is go it going off her up? Like, yeah. I- yeah, you can. Okay. I mean, she she looked for quite a while because she wanted kind of not a specific brand, but a specific right. type. Right, right, right. Because there's some that are water resistant and others that are just a, it's a fan oh, yeah. and it's yeah, air yeah, resistant. Yeah. And I'm sure there's others where it's 
pulleys or whatnot. It's like resistance bands almost, but right, it's right. something that I'm sure, you know, variations on, but she wanted a specific type. And then it was a matter of finding one that eventually it wasn't an arm and a leg. Uh, yeah. But yeah, she got one of those. Let's see, you know, Is she like it. Maybe it's fun. I don't know. Okay. All right. For now she does. Okay. All right. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, I'll try it. She, Thought about getting a mirror that has this interactive feature that. Oh yeah, the mirror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's oh. two or three, I guess, different companies, and yep. she was toying with that idea for a while. Yeah, you uh, put it up on the wall, and you kind of like work out with what you're seeing there on the wall. Yeah, yeah. and it tells you if you're doing it correctly and all that stuff. And yeah. She was trying to be like, I know it's this, but if we both used it, and I was like, I need a game, otherwise I'm just going to go run. <laughs> I do. I need a game. I can't just sit here and exercise in front of a mirror i can't well it's just and then it tells me what i did wrong where's the motivation at least running it's outside and there's something to see and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like eventually i want to if i'm going to do it i'm going to push myself and i want to run the hills by my house oh nice dude yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but i gotta to build towards but at least there's a goal there yeah absolutely um but right now it's just a matter of okay i need to get my endurance and stamina and conditioning up and you know mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, I wasn't so out of shape, so it's not like it, it took me weeks to recover or something from getting back into it. So that's yeah. at least that's good. Yeah, I'm I'm wrecked. I'm not anywhere near. I'm so sedentary with everything I'm doing, dude. It's terrible. I uh, we uh, got a, a new entertainment center. We traded in the old one from IKEA, got our money back, and went and got a a new one over at the Living Spaces. And just moving the thing in by myself because Lily was visiting her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day, my hamstrings were fucking trashed and my bo- my back hurt like a motherfucker. And I was lifting with my legs. I was like, normally I pick this thing up, no problem. But the next day I was just wrecked. I'm like, God damn, I'm so out of shape. I can't even fucking do that without paying the price for it two days later. So, you know, I, I got to gotta get back into it. It's just driving me nuts not being able to do it. I know, but it's, I mean, everybody's talking about the, the equivalent of the freshman 15 that they put on. <laughs> um, well, I've gained yeah. weight. It's impossible not to. It's, yeah. It, yeah. Fucking Christmas time didn't help because it was just an excuse to have sweets. I had so many sweets for like oh, yeah. three weeks straight. So many sweets. Yeah. Oh, it was delicious, man. I've had pies and cookies and fresh made candy and it's been fantastic. And now I, <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting off my, you know, cold Turkey. We don't have any thankfully left. Right. Uh, just like we can't have sweets in this house. I was having like three, four, five cookies a night, Ooh. every night, Ooh. the equivalent to just like, this is not good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a kid anymore. I, I'll tell you what the, <laughs> I'll tell you what the worst thing is about living here and I don't mean this in a negative way cuz I love living here is there's a C's candies 2 minutes away. Oh yeah. And so like I'll go like we'll go get food over at this there's like a burger place over here we'll go grab it to go and then we'll the C's candy is like two doors down and we'll just be like oh you know uh, mm-hmm. let's grab a six uh, let's do that in a little mini box let's treat ourselves and and then it becomes an addiction cuz that sh- that it's so good you know and so it's like damn man damn um, but yeah, yeah, it's those little things, dude. And, you know, I tr- I'm trying to buy more fruit because I'm trying to be like, well, if I want sweets, I should eat fruit instead of the sweets. But like, it's just the temptation is too strong sometimes, man. I hate it. I hate that I'm weak about that shit. Yeah, but sweets are better. If you want that sugar fix, it's not mm. even close, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, yeah I try and I do the same thing. I chew gum. I oh, chew uh, gum. I haven't thought about that. That's good. Yeah, I I have yogurt. Oh, good, good. Yogurt is good. Yeah, yogurt's good. Yeah. Well, that's my breakfast now. I have a cup of yogurt, but I can have that as a dessert snack. Right. 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 If I really am jonesing for some sort of sweet something or other. Um, Home Depot sells these mats that you can, that connect to, you can essentially create a exercise, a little like a mini exercise area Mm -hmm. that you can put down on the ground. So I was looking at those. She bought some from like smart and final or big lots and like a really mini one, like four squares for her. Okay. I got her a step up for it's what she wanted. I, I'm not that asshole buying a Peloton bike for his wife without telling her. She wanted a Fitbit and she wanted a step up. So I got her that for Christmas and she's been excited about it. But my life, my, the last few days, dude, she is on that step up thing every day and she's out there in the backyard doing it and screaming at me, going like, what? Why don't you come join me? Why don't you come hang out? I'm like, nah, I'm good, man. I don't want to do step up. I like you. Like, if it's useless, if it, I'm sorry, if it's repetitive and I'm just, there's no real competition. It does get boring. Uh, yeah, my brain needs to be activated on top of my body if I'm going to convince myself to continue to do this yeah. for a long duration. You turn into a game, I can play basketball for three hours, legitimately. Do it yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if it's just mind-numbing, like running, yeah. I can only push myself for so long. That's why I'm hoping if I'm building towards the hills, at least you have the... You can see the immediate goal, and then there's the gratification of, hey, I achieved it, now you're running downhill or whatever the case is. Right, uh, right. But it, well, I got to build to that because I did a small hill, and it just it took all the gas out of my tank. Really? <laughs> I had to, It was at the end of a run anyway, and I was like, oh, I'm going to try and push myself, you know, finally uh, got to the top, and I was like, that was – I'm toast. And I had lined <laughs> it up somewhere. I was only a few blocks from my house. Right, right, right. I right. ran – the final of the three or whatever it was, I ran until there was one left. And then I walked the last one as a cool down, yeah. but I was glad I was close. Cause I was, I would have been walking numerous blocks. Cause it was just, I was gassed. Oof. You think yeah. you're in good shape and you're just like, nah, you're not. And then I see this, this woman all the time that runs the Hills. And oh just, yeah. Man, I want to get to that. Like you're crushing it. I want to get to that. If I'm going to do this, but then it's like, okay, I did it. And where's the game after that? I don't know. I have to find it. Uh, it's passing you on the left. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone, lady. I was looking That's- at the Peloton, man, but I didn't know how much the Peloton's worth. Oh, it's expensive. Rice knows $2,000 for a bike. Yeah. And then there's the Ooh. monthly fee as well. Oh, yeah. For the classes. Oh. Yeah. That is yeah. nuts, dude. It's not cheap. It is no. not cheap. Plus, it's taking what? Uh, it's taking six to ten weeks to get the bike. So oh, by the time, time yeah, by the time you order it, you're like, you're, the time it gets there, you might not even be in the mood for the bike anymore, and you're stuck. You gotta, you gotta take it. So, I don't know how much is it. Oh yeah, it's forty bucks a month for the classes. <laughs> Yikes! I mean, if you're gonna use it, it's worth it. Mm. It is. You're yeah. investing. 3000 ish into your health for the year. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah. I'm saying with the cost of the bike, then plus classes. Hmm. Uh, they've also got a running one. They do running classes. So maybe you want to explore that, Matt. It's 13. I don't. Because <laughs> it means running indoors somewhere. Yes, it does. It does mean running indoors. 
that some you made running worse. Congratulations. <laughs> I used to run indoors. If it's it's even more boring. <laughs> it is, you're just oh okay. You're talking about an indoor track. Sure. It, I guess that's at least something. I'm talking about a treadmill because it's, it's like Peloton. Yeah, you're going to be on a fucking treadmill. And there's going to be a screen there. I don't know what. Yeah. I hated treadmills, man. That's why I was like, I always do 10 minutes on the treadmill tops. I like those ellipticals. I like the bikes. I like the rowing machines. It's awesome that you're why Catherine got one because that's awesome. But like the, the, the treadmills drove me nuts, man. They just I fucking hate those things. And you can tell when the, like the tread is a little slower and then you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, so what they got to tighten the belts. Yeah, they got to tighten the belts and stuff, and you're just like, "Oh, this is I'm, I hate this. Everything about this, I hate." Yeah, Ugh. I've done it to for hours on end, but it's still not fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but well, you know, eventually we will get back to some semblance of normal yeah. life, and that's, I mean, that's what this today's show is about. It's a new year, it's kind of hopeful. What what do we miss, and what are we looking forward to once we get back into it? Ladies and gentlemen, that is an incredible segue. By Thank you. Best, <laughs> Thank you very much. You're right. We're veering out. We were going too far out into the company to yank ourselves back in. And Matt did a great job there. Yeah, we were talking. We're essentially counting down. This is the most unusual list maybe we've ever done on the show, Matt. Yep. It is the top 10 things we miss about going to the movies. So we're going to talk about that and uh, uh, go. And who knows if any of our lists are going to coincide at all. Or we're going to cross over any stuff, but we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Or if if we're describing the same things, but we're just using different verbiage and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we thought we'd do this little challenge. Yeah. And it's a weird list. A couple things on the outside, like, well, isn't that kind of the same thing? And to me, they're not. It's like mm-hmm. a, uh, one is distinctly different from the other, even though in the sequence of time, they maybe happen fairly close to one another. Which yeah. is like they're two completely different moments, though, that yeah. I'm looking for. Um so yeah, we're just I don't know all the stuff we miss about going to the movie theater, to the movies, whatever, however you want to say it. Yeah. Uh, and then so all right. So once we set a topic, we went our individual ways and created personal types and lists. Show back up here. I do my bottom three. He does his bottom three. I do my next two. He does his next two. Then we trade one piece. Once we have revealed our personal top ten list, we get the shows between the two of us. Boom. Um. So at ten for me, I put. Uh, I miss the feeling of. You're on your way there, but when I finally park and I get out of the car and I turn towards the theater and start walking towards the theater, because I can feel in certain movies, the anticipation begins to build as soon as I begin to, as soon as I park and be like, okay, I'm here. It's fucking go time. I've had butterflies in my stomach. Oh, before. yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you're just so jazzed. You're like, please be good. Please be amazing. Yeah. I miss that feeling. You don't get that with streaming where just mm-hmm. you're not anticipating hitting the button or clicking a mouse or whatever and be like, Oh, fingers crossed. I don't have that. Yeah. Whereas I guess maybe it's just the physical act and it kind of puts you, puts me at least in a mental head state mm-hmm. or headspace of, Hey, you're going to an event now. Yeah. yeah. It could be excellent. It could be shit. You don't know yet. And it's the build up and anticipation in that moment. Right. Right. That's good. Uh, man. I like that one. Um, I have that on my list, but it's way higher, but like, I don't even know how to punt on something like this, to be honest with you. So I don't, well, you I don't, think it's different punt? Huh? I said, if you think it's different, then all right, punt. then it's different. Then it's different. I like okay. it. I, I like what you're saying. Yeah. Getting out of the car, getting excited. You're like, oh, you made it. You lived long enough to see this film. You know, that sometimes I used to say that in my head. I'd be like, man, I hope I live long enough to see this one. You know, you okay. never know. The life is crazy. You never know. 
Um, but like, I was always just like that. And so, yeah, you, once you get there and like, okay, God, I hope we got good seats. That's the other one, right? I hope we got good seats. I hope like, you know, mm-hmm. before they used to do assigned seatings, you have to be like, get there at a certain time. So you get there ahead of everybody. Then you rush the theater, try to grab six seats. Be like, Oh God, got him, got him, got him. Yeah. Coats down. Shit like that. All yeah, I only go to places where you can pick seats by and large now. Yeah. Now I would never go to a place where I couldn't pick a seat now. It'd, yeah. That'd be for a very specific reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You're hoping the people next to you aren't jerks. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I know I specifically got away. There was a, a string of 10 people over there. So I sat two rows back and 12 chairs over. And yep. hopefully I don't, don't really remember big groups around me. Like kind of like, Oh, but all of that, the build up and anticipation. Yeah. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's terrible afterwards. You don't really know until hindsight. So yeah, exactly. But the joy of it, of the anticipation is, yep, is good. All right. What's your number nine? A nine is doing the calculus and then finally making the decision to run to the bathroom. <laughs> I, I miss it. I miss it because the movie, sometimes you're like, all right, previews about to start. You know what? I'm going to go again right now. I've got at least 12 minutes, but you're in a movie and you're just like trying to wait for when you assume nothing's going to be happening, hold it yeah. off because there's stakes to it. Did you, did you properly plan this out? Yeah. I've been to the theater before and be like, shit, I finished that, you know, that water. Yeah. Oh crap. That's like in my head. It's probably going to be around that. Man, I need to go early and force myself to try and pee to get it out at least a little bit to reduce the pressure on my bladder late. I miss all of that. The stupid calculus of a bathroom break. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. It's, not, it's not on my list, but I totally respect yeah. it. It's a, it's a choice. Sometimes it sucks. And sometimes you, you literally, you go force yourself and you get it out and you're like, yes, like, yes, yeah. I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm not going to be disturbed from seeing this. Oh, even in this, you're talking about it as a competition. You're analyzing when you're going to go and see. Go well, because you don't want to miss any of the movie or anything pivotal. I can yeah. care less about trailers. I'm not there for the, like, it, it's pretty rare. Right, right. When Dark Knight Rises was coming out, uh, I was a geek to see that trailer just because they were flashing it. But uh, I think the only other one was First Man. Oh, yeah. First Man. Oof. Love that. Yeah, I was seeing something else in IMAX, and they're like, oh, there's going to be a trailer for First Man in this. And we really felt it. It was when the the blast off. Uh, But, yes, I don't really care. So, yeah, that's my number nine. Okay. What's your number eight? My number eight is right when you walk in, if they've made a fresh batch of popcorn. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Cool. I like that. I got a variation on that early, later on in the list, but I, I don't think it's the same thing. So okay. go ahead. Because uh, that to me is, uh, it means it's movie time. Yep. That's good. You get that smell. And I don't even get popcorn almost any time anymore. It's just been beaten into my head that, you know, the, the butter will stop your heart. And it's just like, I don't know. It seems like a lot of calories and fat. I fucking <laughs> love it, but I just don't because I'm old and I don't need to, you know, you already heard about my sweets addiction. I, know. I like bad foods. They're delicious. Uh, that's why they're, that's why they're good for us. Because they're bad. <laughs> that's what, yeah. Well, that's why we like them so much, True. but I'll be damned. If I don't love the smell, it's it's so good when it right when it's fresh and you can hear it popping out of the machine and it just the aroma fills the air mm-hmm. and it brings back so many great memories of going to the movies over the year just that smell alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the 
for memory scent is I think the strongest olfactory sense. Yeah. So just boom, instant trigger. And you start, start thinking about, Oh, I remember, you know, seeing last crusade and how I felt walking out and we had popcorn and had popcorn at this mm-hmm. and at this and just brings, it evokes so many great memories. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I miss that. I miss the smell of fresh popcorn. That's great. Yeah. I mean, dude, walking in to, you're right. It's just like, and you know, and you know, which ones have a good popcorn, which ones that don't after yep. you go and live in a city in a while, you start to figure out, which are the best ones. And you might be surprised which ones have great ones, which ones don't. And then you're smelling just that, and you're hearing the sound as well. And you're feeling that heat when you're in line Mm -hmm. of the popcorn going off and stuff. And like I became before they shut this down. And uh, maybe if my friend Shannon, who listens to our show is listening, he knows this. I became a popcorn snob over the last year and a half or two years in that if I got popcorn and I, my first bite was warm to slightly cold. It was going back. The whole fucking bag was going back. And they were going to make me a new batch. And that's what I would say. I said, I'll wait until you get a new batch. I'll wait till you make a new batch. But I don't want this thing's been sitting out there for a while. So I would wait. And I wouldn't give a shit. Like, I'd wait through trailers. I'd wait until the movie started. Whatever it took. But I wanted hot, fresh, fresh popcorn. Yeah. That I could sit in a joke because I'm paying this these insane exorbitant prices now for your popcorn. I want as a, at a screening, obviously you can't do that. But like going to the theater, that's what I wanted at the end. So when we were going, I would even in the mom and pop theaters, I would just sit there and wait until they put, do a, do and they'd see me on the side of it waiting, you know. And then finally yeah. when they popped it, you know, because I wouldn't make them do it. I'd just be like, when you're ready to pop it, I will have the first bag, please. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, because I love the taste of it, dude. I've done that before. Yeah, I've never uh, made the demand of you know you need to make fresh popcorn, but walk right up and ask, hey, when did you guys make this? Yeah. Oh, it just finished two minutes ago. Okay, well that's hot. That's that's as right. fresh as it gets. Exactly. Where, whereas when you sometimes you get the um, and they start looking around, and be like, I don't want it. Yeah. I'm good. Don't. It's like old coffee that's been sitting in a pot for too long. I'll still drink it, but it tastes terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or you so, go to a you go to a pizzeria, Matt, and it's like. All right. When was when oh, did you slices? when did you make that? Well, yeah, the slices. Yeah. When, tell me when you made that because the cheese is starting to curl, and I think maybe I don't want it. I'm gonna wait till you make some new <laughs> some new pizza, man. Don't yeah. just toss it in an oven. It's never but as good. On a busy night, uh, I don't. If I'm getting popcorn, I don't question it. Just be like they're churning through so much. Right. There's no way that's not within the past five to ten minutes. Right. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, fresh. If it's been sitting there for any kind of duration, it's like it's not good. Yeah, that's why I hated popcorn and screenings because they would pop them, put them in the bags like an hour or two ahead of time, and just stack them out there for people. The ice was melted in the in the coke and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, still ate the popcorn though, didn't you? You get that little bag, your mini bottle of water, be like, all right, you know. When I used to go with Perry, when I was her plus one, when I first started at Collider, because I didn't get screening invites at the time when I first started, and I was her plus one, she didn't want to eat popcorn because, of course, just like you, she was like, well, you know, it's bad for you. So give me that fucking bag, girl. Get your bag. Give yeah, it well, me. it's still small. I could lie to myself. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair. You never, yeah, I mean, at the screenings, like, it's it's for those, what would you say? It's basically like a double high C box. or yeah, it's like, it's box. like. It's not even that, but yeah, for the, for the listeners, it's, it's like, maybe it's like, I don't know. It's like a medium size. Eight inches. Yeah. Eight oh, inches. I think that's it. Yeah. By About four inches across. Maybe. Yeah. Three to four inches across yeah. and, and uh, two inches deep. Yeah. It's yeah. like, 
you know, you can only fit so much in there. Right. Right. So I would take other people's popcorn uh, in a heartbeat. I loved it. Yeah. It's good uh, stuff. Yeah. So that was your number eight. That was my eight. Okay. So my number 10 is more of a game I used to play with myself like uh, growing up, and especially as I got into th- being here in LA or being there in LA, now like I get used to saying that, uh, I used to kind of challenge myself on certain Saturdays to go see multiple movies in a day. So I miss that, okay. like scheduling it. And sometimes it wouldn't be at the same theater. So I miss that scheduling of like, okay, if I go see such and such at 1130, by the time it's done with the trailers and and driving over to the next theater, I can make the second movie at this time. And then by the time it's done, it's right down to dinner break, how much time. To, so I loved being able to do that and, and kind of knock out three movies in a day, have time to savor them on the drive over to the next theater and think about them. And then like, boom, jump in and, and completely uh, jump into a new film from scratch. And so for me, that's what I miss the with all these theaters open having the luxury of being able to go to whatever theater i fucking want at whatever time they're showing it sure. if i wanted to go on a little bit of a mini film festival uh for myself to kind of watch all these movies at once you know and so i miss that i miss being able to do that and uh, yeah i can put it on on but like matt said it's not the same you can put it on streaming whatever blah 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 it's cool yeah. of course i got 30 300 movies at my fingertips yeah uh but there's something about planning out the day. It's your Saturday or your Sunday. No one fucking cares what you're doing. No one knows what you're doing. It's just you going to see movies. And I love going to see movies by myself. So being mm-hmm. able to schedule them for my whole day is a great way to come home and have, grab a little bit of takeout dinner and sit down and enjoy the rest of my evening just thinking about the movies and, and whatever. So uh, I miss that. I miss being able to do that I for sure. not sure that I've ever gone to two separate theaters. I've done. Oh, really? Two and two and one theater, three and one theater, or three and one complex. But I don't yeah. think I've ever driven to two separate locations, like scheduled it out, bought tickets at two hmm. different theaters in one every, day. Every once in a while, I would do like the Grove to the Arclight and then to the yeah. Americana at Glendale. Yeah, so I, I can do, do that. that kind ah, of yeah. That last one. They're not that far, but it's just like you are moving progressively east. Yes, yes. at that point, I thought you were going to say uh, the Vista. No, no, the Vista is great though. The Vista is great too. Yeah, but or I would do the I would do what's the other one down there? Oh, yeah, I would do the um, oh, the one in West LA in the mall. That one in West LA in the mall that they have in it's Century they show, City. No, no, the other mall where they have like um, they show the in, more independent films, the more foreign films. I forget that mall there in West LA. It's huge mm-hmm. mall that's there in West LA on uh, Pico, I think. That mall there and go in to see yeah, the movies. It's an AMC, there. isn't it? It might be now an AMC. I, I think oh, when okay. I went there, it was more of a kind of its own thing. A Lemley. I think it was a Lemley, I think. Uh, okay. But yeah, those were great. Those I've were never good. been to that Regency downtown that's right next to Staples. Oh, Have yeah. I mean, is that the LA Live one? No, it's across i think that's olympic right there on the southern side oh yeah yeah yeah. so it's you know it's if you're whatever the olympic if it bisects the civic center and staples you mm-hmm. know complex and you keep going and it's down on the left hand side like two blocks down oh yeah, yeah yeah it's like a big you know 12 or 14 or something downtown yep yep but i've never been there i've been to I, tons of different theaters in this town i think i've been there for a couple of screenings when they were showing them ahead of time because mm-hmm. my friend Jennifer, she worked for Real D, which is the other 3D 
uh, a company um, and she would hold screenings there and I would get access to those screenings. So I'd drive down, but it's such a bear to go downtown and park in that fucking yeah. thing. And then, so I would only occasionally say yes, you know, but yeah, I miss, I miss that. So, all right. So then my number nine <clears throat> is being in the movie theater and hearing the sound of the IMAX logo or the Ooh, THX good logo. Good one. I didn't even write that one down. Right. I mean, that just being in the thing, because you're like, okay, I made it. I got my seat. I'm in a comfortable situation. The movie's about to start. And then you hear the, the THX. Yeah. yeah. That or the, or the, if you go to an IMAX, them like the screen going 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, as they're showing the, the like full visual aspect or the Dolby stereo sound, all those little, little logos for the sound that you're about to hear in the, in the higher end theaters or the better theaters. I miss that. That's, that's me saying that's to me indicating, okay, this is, this is the kind of sound quality that you're about to enjoy. You son of a bitch. So sit back and relax. I love that. I, I love the, the, the AMC lead into with like, you know, they show the fire and they show what it looks like now with the new digital projectors. This is, you thought you saw fire before. Here's real fucking fire. And then the, you know, blacks. Now we have the blackest blacks. Like <laughs> they show the mist, like the fantasy world that turns into like goes to this weird portal and yeah, just upselling you on the ticket that you've already uh, purchased. Yeah. 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 But I didn't even think about that. I love those, that stupid auditory. Oh. Pavlovian response. You're like, yes, this is. In the early 2000s, late 90s, I used to kind of close my eyes as soon as it started, kind of do a little mini meditation for like 30 seconds listening to it because it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. So, yeah. Yeah. My home stereo can't do this. It's good. It ain't yeah. this good. It ain't this good. Um, uh, and then my number eight is uh, trailers on the big screen. I know we've, <laughs> yeah, I know we've kind of lost. <clears throat> the uniqueness of trailers because they come out on YouTube and you media watch it at home. But I know that there are some trailers that just work so much better when you watch them in the theater. Like the recently the Joker trailer. Yeah, it was cool to watch on my computer or on my TV. Mm-hmm. But when I saw it in the theater the first time, I was like, this is fucking excellent. Like this is going to be an awesome movie. And so for me, I miss that going to the going to the theater. I don't miss twenty minutes of trailers before an AMC movie. That's not my jam. Yeah. But I like going to a movie and there's a trailer that I've seen before or maybe haven't seen before yet, which is always great. Uh, and you discover it there in the theater, and it's got the optimal way for you to enjoy a trailer, giving you a sample of what you're going to get in that movie um, when you watch it. And so for me, that I miss that aspect of it. I miss that discovery aspect of it all. What about when you see, because certain trailers are in the rotation for certain types of movies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So numerous times you'll see the same two, three trailers in the mix of the, you're going to see right there. So when I see welcome to Marwin or whatever that was called, probably nine times, 10 times over the course of that, November and early December, all the different movies you go see, and every time she's like, "Who is this for?" Like, does this look good to anybody? You keep it reinforces all the bad things that I think about it because it's the same trailer yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just don't look forward to the the trailers like everybody else. It's 
I find it fascinating that mm. you and 99.9% of everybody else that loves movies just is so transfixed by trailers. I, I, I get it. Look, I think there's a lot of people that actually, I think there's more people than you think feel the way you think, man, because Christian Rubacaba feels the same way. Christian Rubacaba hates trailers, refuses to watch trailers, has told us when we were working at Collider together numerous times how much he did not like to look at trailers or see trailers. Uh, and it drove him nuts when he had to do our trailer, re- edit our trailer reactions for Collider because he hated it. He hated because then in essence, he'd have to watch the trailer. Yeah. Kind of through our eyes as he edited it, and so it kind of drove him nuts a little bit. Um, so I understand there are some people who don't. They want to just completely enjoy a film, uh, and there's a great um, journey in that and challenge in that. Is like, okay, I hear this is happening. I've seen the pictures. I've seen the poster. All right, I'm going. Let's see what I got. You know, and there's yeah. a great kind of discovery in that. That's fun too. But I think it's also to the people that make the trailers and the studios. It's not as though they're ineffective. Right, right, I'm right. already going to see it. I already know about it, so I don't. You're not making that product for me. Right, right, uh, right. But anyway, so that was your number eight? Yeah, it was my eight. Yeah. What's your seven? Uh, my seven is, uh, this is, you know, I don't have to do worry about it anymore, but sneaking into uh, extra showings. <laughs> you know, I got, now we got the a-list pass and it's i don't have to concern myself and i have money i'm not a young broke yeah. kid anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's where i was racking my brain it's like i have never gone to two because you'd obviously have to buy two tickets but i have yeah. numerous times bought two tickets for one theater and also bought one ticket and snuck into a second mm. and i've snuck into two movies in a day where i spent a saturday and i was like all right if i go to this one then the running time is this and with trailers, that means it ends here and you just go, okay. And then I'll get into the next one. There'll be like 10 minutes in oh, between. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just, uh, you know, a game, the system as best I could. I wear as much gray as I could. I wouldn't make any eye contact with anybody that worked there. So just always walking point A to point B and that way. I look as unmemorable as humanly possible. Yeah. As distinctly as indistinctly, indistinctly as yeah, as you can, and and try and scam two movies in a day. But I, I miss that excitement of walking through and be like, all right, here we go, here we go. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I I did that as a. I mean, when you're poor, man, you know, and you want to see these movies, you know, and and some people may be upset about this, and I totally respect that. And people who used to people are like, you know what, you're taking money out of. The, I totally absolutely yes. understand. But I, he wasn't going to get, or he or she wasn't going to get my money anyway because it couldn't afford precisely. It so if I'm going to slide in and there's like 10 people in the theater, at least I'm giving it uh, a view and yeah. I can talk about it. To I'm people. doing you a favor. Yeah. And maybe I convince somebody else who has the money to go see the movie in conversation exactly. with that person later that night or later on in the week. Yeah, that's certainly possible. So, yeah, I used to do that at college at Florida State in Tallahassee all the time at the AMC there. I'd sneak in and out in Virginia there was a place, God, I can't remember the place, but I would go. Not a lot of people used to go to that city and that and that theater. So I could just totally go in, go see the movie, come out, grab a little bit of food on the table, use the restroom, sneak around the side, and then go into another movie. And then what and you're right, you have to sure. be as non-distinct as possible. And this is before assigned seating. And I imagine assigned yeah. seating is how they got rid of some of it, not all of it, but some of it. Uh, because most people aren't going to tell on you if you're sitting in their seat. You'll just move over and keep moving over. But people notice when the people are who yeah. haven't paid for a movie, they can tell nowadays still. But yeah, so the what I told you about earlier in my list, that's essentially the extension of that, where I drive to a different theater. I pay now, but back then I used mm-hmm. to sneak in all the time and 
and see movies and and actually kind of it was the whole like competition like you're a spy or some shit tom cruise and mission impossible or some shit i remember once i felt so bad uh, about this but did it change the outcome <laughs> no no i snuck into a movie and it was uh sold out i didn't know it was sold oh, out going shit. Into it. and i got in there like 10 15 minutes before so yeah. I was sitting in there and there weren't that many people in there and slowly began to fill up. And I just remember this guy coming in with his girlfriend with an usher and just, you couldn't hear him, but he's pointing going, where, where? Cause the usher was like, there should be X number of seats left. And he walks in with the usher. It's like, where? <laughs> and I'm watching him knowing there's no way you can prove. Yeah. You yeah. have to take the individual ticket of every person in yep. here. And that yeah, usher is never going to do that. Yep. And I, you know, I myself and somebody else in here ruined somebody's night. <laughs> they look like they're on a fucking date. Uh, but I also and, think I also think it's I, I defend you a little bit, Matt. I think it's their fault. You're going to show us so that close to a yeah. moment, that late. You kind of take what you you kind of deserve what you get. You know? True. True. On a, it was it was like a Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and it was during Oscar season. I, it was like. Uh. That one was a three movie day, but I thought I had timed it out to where I was going to, cause you can guess where, Oh, this one is geared towards X like yeah, families, yeah, yeah. Like an animated one that I wanted to see. So see that one at night, if they're doing a night showing because families will bring come during the day. Right. I thought I'd right. ordered out like that. And it just like, turns out the third one of the day was sold out. <laughs> <laughs> and I screwed somebody out of their seat. Uh, and at least one other. I had one other cohort in there that stole the seat as well. I felt bad. I still feel bad with the look on the guy's face. Where? <laughs> Where am I going to stand? Yeah. Sitting there knowing. I started to get a slightly red-faced. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, but eventually you're like, they can't find me. That sucks. But I'm going to watch this movie. Yeah. You make your deal with yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've already made my deal with the devil on this one. Because if I... Admit it, then you'll get my seat, but then I have to take the brunt of like, oh, I probably won't be, I'll probably be persona yeah. non grata at this theater and won't be able to sneak in again. So, yeah. Oh, is that what this film is? You know what? I'm supposed to be over in this other room. My bad, man. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to nonchalant unless you just walk out and go to the bathroom and never come back. That's true. That's the way you do it. It's the way you do it, you know, and maybe even find that couple as you're walking out. Go, I, I think there's, I, I thought I saw two, saw you guys in there earlier. I think there's, Two seats up there in, in row G if you want to go get them. But yeah. How do you yeah. know the row letter? Oh, it's a guess. Is that right? <laughs> oh. It's a guess. I just looking at it, knowing I've been here before. Yeah. Kind of an avid movie goer. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So that was my seven. Yeah. What's your six, man? My six is the ability to so walking out, whether a movie is good or bad. Mm. But walking out and having a discussion with a friend afterwards. Yeah, that's my number seven. Absolutely. Okay. After movie discussions, man, I miss those. Yeah. Parsing out, did I like that? Didn't I? What did yeah. I didn't? You know, did you understand this part or what's your read on this? Right. Uh, I miss that because it can really help. And other times it was just, you know, further cement. Like, yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking too. Or, you know, uh, whatever the case is. But just to have that back and forth. Those are essentially many movie reviews that you're doing. In every discussion, you're essentially doing a mini movie review right as fresh as possible right after the theater. You're out there, you're grabbing a beer 
or you know you're sitting out there sometimes for standing just talking for like 20 25 minutes about a movie that's there's that's so great man that goes all the way back to when we were fucking kids and you'd watch a movie with your friends or they'd watch a movie then you guys talk about the next day at school mm-hmm. that's essentially what that is and that's it still happens up until you're dead, I imagine if you're a big movie watcher, a big movie fan, you see a movie, the free, the people you see it with, you just want to go and have a conversation, break it down, analyze it. It's a, so much fun, man. Yeah. And just having that, because, you know, you can still, when you Zoom call or text or something, mm-hmm. hey, did you sure. see X, Y, or Z type of thing? But it's just not the same yeah. in the slightest. No. Uh, because you're caught up in the uh, adrenaline or the endorphin of having seen the movie together, right? Yeah. Which is uh, one of my things later on in the list, but like the endorphins of having seen a movie together, then the kind of come down from that is the conversation after essentially great sex. If you go see a great movie is essentially great sex. And what you're doing afterwards is the post-coital conversation or post-coital, whatever you do after great sex. And you just sit there and you talk about, or you just talk and just kind of relive uh, what you just experienced or caught in the afterglow of what you just mm-hmm. experienced. And that's a very human thing that happens, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was my six. Yeah. My seven, that was my seven. So then my six is um, uh, w- uh, discovering independent movies in the afternoon uh, uh, with a friend of mine. And okay. uh, yeah, I, I uh, as I mentioned earlier, my friend Shannon, we used for about, I don't know, for a, a number of years, we used to sneak, uh, not sneak, but we used to go in, in the afternoon to like the smaller theaters. Like he, I'd see a poster or he'd see a trailer or vice versa and be like, hey, man, does this will look like something you want to see. Um, and then he'd be like, yes or no. And then we'd go. Like if we, if we liked it, we'd go. And so both of us could go and experience the movie that's an independent film or a smaller film that then there's like five people in the theater. Yeah. You could feel a sense of like ownership, like discovering that young band or whatever. It's like, it's that kind of feeling. And I miss that about going, because there's a sense of like going in the middle of the afternoon, everyone else is at work. Mm-hmm. Your job allows you to be able to go. You maybe have the day off and you can go and just sit there. It's not gonna be a lot of people and just you and, and your friend can just sit there and watch the movie um and uh, and then to obviously talk about it afterwards but it's the experience of like finding this independent film that not a lot of people have seen or no one's really talking about your friends like damn yeah hell yeah let's go or a cheesy action film that no one's going to go see but you're going to go see it you know like if fat man had been in the theaters i would have already seen that you know so sure uh, that kind of thing you know so there's a sense of sharing something with someone um, that uh, not you don't share with a lot of other people. And so there's a uniqueness to that relationship that is expanded or enriched rather by going to see a movie together uh, that not a lot of people in your circle of friends will go see. So, yeah. Sure. <laughs> but I don't really have anything. I mean, it's, you know, perfectly yeah. summated. Yeah, yeah, well, right. and uh, those I go see by myself, by and large. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. Any kind of independent there? I, I got a few friends, and Catherine. Yeah, uh, will go yeah. with me um, to some of them, to most of them actually. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably easier to get her to go to that than some big superhero. Yeah. Oh, uh, I will tell you one thing. Speaking of that, remember I, I've told you many times, and, and you know this. Like it's, it's a bear to get my girlfriend to see movies. Like she's not a big movies person. It's mm-hmm. not really her thing animation even more so is not her thing brother sure so 
she was like, I am not watching Soul. I'm not, I got no interest in that. I got Tina Fey's in it. You love Tina Fey's. No, I'm not doing no fucking way. The day after Thanksgiving, or day after Christmas, sorry, we I was sitting there building our nightstands because I like to build shit. I don't like to build shit from scratch. I like to build shit that's already in parts. Sure. So I'm building it, and I'm like, honey, I got to watch Soul because I think we might do a review, uh, but I got to watch it. And she's like, she's so tired. She's laying on the couch and blah, blah, blah. She's like, all right, just put it on. I put it on. She was fucking transfixed, dude, from beginning to end. Dude. It's Pixar. Yeah, and that's what I told her. I said, you can't look at these animated films nowadays from companies like Pixar and think you're watching stuff that you think is for kids. Like, animation has come so much farther. And she said at the end, she's like, I, I fucking loved it. And I'm like, yeah, trust me a little bit more on some of the things I'm guiding you towards. Yeah, they, I mean, the animation, but there's still shit that's made for kids. Yeah, there is absolutely, but something like Pixar, the trolls stuff, or yeah, the Despicable Me. I mean, it's ninety percent for kids. Exactly, exactly. Uh, there's other. There's stuff. still some fun to be had in them, but yeah, if you have hesitation about it whatsoever, then yeah. Uh, but uh, I would say the Leica stuff too. She oh yeah, might you know be fan of uh, a couple of those different ones, but yeah, agreed. Yeah, I still haven't uh, watched that yet, but hopefully in the next twenty four hours. Yeah. Just letting you know, it was a breakthrough for us that she was finally able to watch an animated film without, you know, making her in a casual comments that she likes to make. Uh, all right. <laughs> What's a lot of people name? have that, you know, that general uh, feeling towards animation. So, uh, What's your five? Uh, my five is the overall uh, buzz in the lobby and theater of a, a big movie coming out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So anything that's, we're all, by and large, Yep. Hotly anticipating. Yeah, so going into, but no, oh. so that's my number five as well. Getting excited to see a blockbuster film. Yeah, okay. getting excited. Yeah. yeah, definitely. The buzz is honestly, it's made. It's for blockbusters. There is no. There's a buzz sometimes for big Oscar type of. Sure, but sure. It's nothing compared to an Infinity War, an Endgame, yeah. uh, Star Wars release, a something that's been building for years and years and years. And you have generations of people uh, going to this, you know, yeah. you see three generations walking into a theater and they're all eagerly anticipating this for various reasons, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you can feel there's a palpable energy. Uh, like the concession lines look long, but everybody knows it's going to move fast and they'll get in there and they're not going to start the showing like to screw you over. But there's so many showings going and there's uh, just people everywhere. That yeah. full buzz, you just streaming sucks for that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. This because once again, it's that kind of, you're picking up the energy. Like you're, you, you know, when you have excitement for something, and not in, and maybe there are people who don't need to feel that energy around them. But like, I think a majority of people love movies, love feeling the energy in a room when other people are excited about the movie as well. Uh, whether they're like sitting in that waiting, like you said, the waiting area, waiting for the theater to open up to get the ticket and get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, or just sitting there and like, uh, you know, around people who are talking about a movie and talking about a trailer for that movie or, you know, talking about the movie itself and getting like, Oh yeah, it's coming out next week. Can't wait. Oh wow. Man. I can't, you know, all of that is just uh, so important in building up the the desire to see it and, and getting yeah. you in the right frame of mind, you know, and feeling validated that you're excited for it. Yeah. Especially the payoff at the end. It's like everybody's anticipation and 
glee leading up to it was warranted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I miss, I miss that. I understand that same thing. The anticipation is great. And now, you know, even now before everything got shut down, you know, you could go on message boards or on Facebook or in the groups or what have you, or YouTube. And you'd have these conversations with people about like, Oh yeah, I can't wait for this or that. Or on Twitter, social media itself, you know, you can get excited for it and it's cool. I mean, I do think, I think that we've gotten a little bit too much into to putting too much advertisement out for these movies. Like, do I need 35 fucking spots for Avengers Endgame? Or they just dropped a new teaser for WandaVision. That shit comes out in like 14 fucking days. Like, this, can we just like take a break from this and let us build a hype up again so we can yeah. be excited? Stop showing us too much, you know? But they've got to break through the clutter of there's so many streaming things. Mm, right, right. For the WandaVision, at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was my five. Yeah, that was my five as well. What's your four? My four is, so the antithesis of almost everything else on this list I love it because I used to do it all the time. I'd go to uh, midday showings at two uh, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and have an entire theater to myself. Oh, that's a great one, dude. Yeah, I miss walking in like, oh, there's nobody here. And you just have this huge screen and this gorgeous sound. And like, I love it's much better by and large to see a movie with a packed house. But boy, when you've got a theater, or there's like one other person in there. Suddenly you guys are friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, From like 50 feet. You're like, what's going yeah. on? You made the proper decision as well today. <laughs> you're, with, you're with me on this. You're yeah, with me it's like you have a kinship. Even if you don't see it, you're like, hey, you need something? I'm going to go to the concession stand. You want to call for something? <laughs> but it's the best. Yeah. yeah. Now, I want to see an end game sold out. Yeah, of course. I, yeah. But there are other things where it's just like, I, I, I don't know that there would have been a sold out crowd for this regardless. Mm-hmm. So it's great to see this all by myself in this huge theater and the all the different theaters are like just dead. It's just a random Tuesday and nobody's yeah. at the theater. Uh, even when you're walking through, concessions are a breeze. There's no line for any. There's no line for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I miss I miss that. That's a great one, dude. Absolutely. There's nothing like walking in. You're like, oh, shit. No one's here. And then one person comes in. Oh, that's cool. It's cool. Yeah, you know? it's fine. Cool. It's fine. You Three, four it. more people can show up. It's just, yeah, yeah. just 200 empty seats. Got no it, problem with this. To me, it's like the extension of like uh, that, uh, was it BW3 commercial, that Buffalo Wild Wings commercial where that girl comes okay. in. These dudes are like slapping hands. They look like they're old friends. The girl comes back and then they leave. The girl comes in. She's like, who was that? She's like, I have no idea. Just just a fan of the team, I guess. And he's like, yeah, that's that's the thing that you do kind of in movies as well when you see someone else showing up at a screening for a film do you think you're the only one who knows about or you're the only one who's come to see it yeah you feel a certain like like you said a total kinship and it's great yeah (laughs) i love it um all right so then my number four is something simple like uh movie dates uh i I, you know i i know it's been a while but I, i miss that idea of like okay what movie do i pick i really like this girl what movie do i pick to take her to see, you know, to, you know, to, to enjoy or watch or, or get mm-hmm. into. And so I miss that because there's, there's kind of like a great spark of energy when you are going to see a movie and she's excited about it too. And you're like interested in her. She's interested in you. You're not sure where it's going to go, but like the shared experience of going on the date, the fact, and if they, li- if she likes the movie, your conversations afterwards about the movie, mm-hmm. if she doesn't like the movie, how she speaks about the movie, 
there's so much you can learn. And I know people go like, oh, well, why would you take someone to a movie theater? You don't talk to them. You actually do. You talk about it all the way to the movie. You watch the movie and you see how she reacts to the movie and then talk about it afterwards. That can tell you so much about a person and so much about how you're going to be able to communicate with that person about movies if you love movies, you know? True. Um, yeah, I think I only did a, a couple of those mm, where I okay. took them to a movie. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I used to always take them to movies, man. And, to yeah, the lack of talking, I agreed with. It's like, I don't know, I'm not really getting a chance to know this person, so... <laughs> Now, further on down the line, yes, yeah. but it's like a first time around, first yeah. go around, uh, not usually wasn't my go-to. Oh, yeah, I, I could tell a lot, man. Like I, I, had, I dated a girl off Tinder one time, and she, um, uh, we were seeing Hidden Figures, and she leans over and she goes, "How fucking long is this movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, see, it's over." Pretty much over. I got yep. my answer. I got my answer. So those are those things that you can get, or like if she says something, she and the thing is, they would win huge points with me if they knew exactly when to speak in a movie. That's ooh, that is huge. You know, okay. all of that. So I, I love that. Or we'd have a little exchange like in the movie. Get like, oh yeah, that's uh, what do you think? Of that? Yeah, I was thinking of that too. Mm-hmm. So to me, there's there is always something to get from that experience because movies mean so much to me. It was. Um, always great to kind of have those movie dates and, and sometimes you could be afterwards for like three hours having a drink and a beer or whatever and the movie is like the the launching point yeah the it's a discussion. Conversation. yeah exactly yeah um all right what's your what's your three man uh my three is so right when the movie starts mm. and i'm specifically thinking of star wars when you get a long time ago in That's a galaxy right. far far away do just goosebumps the back of your head, you know, back of your neck, and it's just a bang, that release. It's the build up, but it's very specific too. But I do miss having that anticipatory uh, feeling where it's it's building, it's building, it's building, and it's finally here. It is. Well, yeah. I like it or love it, I, I you know, or or hate it. I have no idea. But it, the journey begins right now. <laughs> that, that release. So it's the. It's the trifecta of I park the car and building up and then the buzz kind of in the lobby. Now it's officially go time. Yeah. And of those sequence of three, that's what I brought up earlier. It's like a lot of people say it's close in time, but to me, they're psychologically three distinct different Mm -hmm. moments. Um, So yeah, just like that instant right when it first starts. I love it. I miss that. That streaming sucks for that. (laughs) It's true. It's not as... Magical. You're absolutely right, man. Yeah. You're right. The Star Wars logo is a great one. I also think that opening uh action sequence that leads to the opening of, of uh James Bond, any James yeah. Bond movie, that opening action sequence, and then boom, once you get to that logo, that's like, oh shit. Oh, we got ourselves something here, man. Yeah. All of that. Marvel little- do the same thing, then eventually yeah. get to the comic book Marvel thing. Uh yeah, but it just that that instant, that very instant where you finally boom, you're over the threshold. Yeah. And yeah. the movie has officially begun. Yeah. But yeah, I missed that. So that's <laughs> that is my number three. I'm looking forward to that again in the theater. What do you got at three, my friend? Uh I have the overall experience of the snack bar, the the refreshments and everything like that. I know we spoke yeah. about popcorn, but to me it's everything. Popcorn, 
It's the pretzel bites. Are you getting the good soft pretzel bites? Or are you getting the harder pretzel bites? What's the cheese sauce like? What's the selection of the candy? What if I'm in the mood for a hot dog? Or what, kind of, what does this hot dog taste like? What's the pizza selection here? What's the nacho selection here? So for me, it's the overall enjoyment of like all the different types of things that I can get at the different theaters. Like one theater has chocolate-covered almonds. The other theater doesn't. One theater has these kinds of gummy bears. The other theater doesn't. What is it that each they have ice cream bars? Like, what do they offer? Right with with uh, mm-hmm. the arc light, you get that sausage, that uh, chicken sausage pesto thing that you could get with the arc light. Um, the different kinds of sodas that they offer as well. One, they, one of them is only Coke. One of them is only Pepsi. So you just gotta figure all of that out. The experience of it, and then combining it. Like my um, my friend Sarah. She loves getting a Fred fresh batch of popcorn, then getting Nestle Crunch, and then dumping it into the yeah. heat of the popcorn. Yeah, and right. Melt yeah, and melting the chocolate into the popcorn, and so there's all of that. So for me, it's the overall experience. I, I miss because I, I do like I I'm one of those idiots that will spend money in a theater, even though if I even though I'm on the AMC A list, going to a theater and sitting there and spending like twenty bucks or fifteen bucks on the popcorn, the Coke, and whatever. Uh, um, uh, candy or whatever uh, overall meal I want to have. I love that experience. I love that. Yeah, I will. Feeling, you know, will not buy candy at a movie theater. <laughs> Just on I will, principle. I will I'll bring it in from somewhere else. Oh yeah, yeah. I have yeah. zero qualms about that. Yeah, it's the only thing. That it's just like ah, we'll stop at Sprouts, and they've got those big tub things. <laughs> And you get like dark chocolate over honeycomb. That's delicious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just all these little things, and just. Bring them in. Look, I still bought a soda and I right. got a water. You're still getting my money, but I'm not paying you a just a crazy markup on fucking a couple ounces of candy. You're out of your mind. Yeah, the M&Ms were like five, six bucks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like it is ridiculous. If you kept them reasonably priced, yeah, I would. Oh, I would it's like I, I understand some markup. I get mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. but perhaps that difference in what I'm requesting and thinking of as normal is sensible. Yeah, they make more money gouging than they would get trying to accommodate more people. Is my guess. I've had some of the best hot dogs I've ever had in the movie theater. I've honest. never had a hot dog in a movie theater. Really? Oh. When you bring a sausage pesto, it's like, look at you being adventurous. I get, <laughs> I get popcorn and a soda or water, and that's what I get in a movie theater. <laughs> well, sometimes because depending on the time, because like if I if I was working at Collider, right, be done at six, I have to run to a screening. I can yeah. have time to have dinner. So sure. I'd have to be a slave to whatever they had in that theater for me to get a little bit of dinner. You know, if it, the Arclight is easier because you can like get there in time at the bar and say mm-hmm. you've got a movie and order some food from their menu quickly. But most of the time, it have I'd have to rely on whatever they're selling there in the refreshment stand for me to get. So I became a bit of a connoisseur about hot dogs. Oh, I'm sure, those things. So yeah, <laughs> they're not good for you. It's not no. healthy for your body. I mean, I'm sure it's good. Arclight, yeah. you know. They make quality stuff. I'm sure it's delicious. Oh, no. Their sausages were fucking choice. If you're going to get anything, that was something to get for sure. But no one's ever really done nachos really well. Unless you go to, like, the fucking Alamo Draft House. Then you get some real nachos. But everything else is just cheese. and f- You get that at 7-Eleven. Yeah, it's, for fuck's sake. It's not I've really ever cool. want, and I don't understand why you're paying a premium for that dog shit. It's the worst. It's like some cup of cheese. I get the same thing you see at a ball game. It's like, why are you paying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I'll gladly get a hot dog there or get some cheesy fry type of concoction, something or other. Right. 
but the oh. nachos every time it's like it's so underwhelming why do you why are you paying a premium for that yeah yeah uh all right what's your number two man uh my deuce is the uh reaction of a packed house to a specific moment like that's, when yeah yeah that's my number one absolutely go ahead yeah go ahead well it's the first thing that sparks to mind is the portals and end game oh yeah man we all knew it was coming, but just to hear Falcon come up and be like, get, get on your left. You're like, what? Yeah. Like knew they had to come back, but the release, you could feel it. People started cheering and it's not, there are times when people cheer and you're like, eh, okay. Like, right. you know, you're excited to be out or whatever the case is. And that one, it was almost involuntary. And that would have sucked to see at home. Yeah, I agree. You're not going to get the same no. feeling, right? That you would get. Uh, in a theater, the the portals, the on your left moment, the uh, hammer moment, yeah, um, uh, the snap, all of it. There are so many great moments in Endgame that if you had not seen it in a packed theater, I don't think it would have the same emotional power or weight uh, as it does uh, in the theater. Yeah, when Feige tweeted out on the year anniversary. Oh yeah. It was like this is a year ago today, and it was the reaction. And I've I've watched the reaction of various crowds Ooh. to that specific moment on yeah. YouTube, like a couple months after it came out. Like it, that was pure magic, yeah. pure magic. And if I had experienced that all sitting at home, it would have nowhere near the impact. That's when people are crying wolf about will theaters ever come back? It's like for those specific things, you can't replicate it. So. Yep. I have no fear that it's going to come back. Will it kill independent movies going to, to theaters? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Big blockbusters? No, I don't think, you know. Chris Nolan, you should not be concerned. Yeah. You will still yeah. be putting out in Tarantino and whatnot, but other individuals? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I yeah, don't we, know. Need, we need that communal experience, Matt. You know, and um, for me, sometimes it is frustrating to see some of these filmmakers trying to rush people back into movie theaters trying to rush theaters opening or complaining about theaters being shut down. Cause I'm like this, you sound no different than those football coaches or sports coaches who are being so belligerent about getting fans in the stadiums or making or owners like Jerry Jones trying to break records of how many people he can have in the stadium during COVID stupid shit like that. You're needlessly exposing people to getting this thing just to see your fucking movie. Like there's a vanity in that that is beyond the realm. Yeah. And I find a hypocrisy in that because these are people that are supposedly, you know, liberals who care about everybody, but here they are like, well, fuck, you got to make my, you got to come see my movie in a theater. That's the perfect way to enjoy it. And I'm just like, no, oh, man, you know, it's not it's, right it's now. Not, it's not right now. Yeah. And, and look, it sucks. If you got caught in this situation, you didn't see it coming. No but one we're is. still putting right, and we're still putting out, but we're still putting out your movie for people to consume. And yeah, it, maybe it's not in the best situation, but this whole preciousness has to fucking stop. You know, like we, you got caught. It's a bad timing, and it sucks, and we all feel bad you, for you. But let's, you know, but you know, we'll go past it in a couple of years from now. Yeah. We'll we'll be back in a better place, and people will save your movies the way you want them to in the theater again. But the constant clamoring and bitching and moaning about it just it frustrates me. Well, it. I understand, especially from someone like Chris Nolan, where I would guess you put in a minimum of three years of your life into this. Absolutely. It's an understandable feeling. It is. But you just have to take into account, are your feelings worth 
people dying. Yeah. And also, Matt, people aren't getting to see their family members while they're dying because of this situation. People aren't getting to get married that they've planned and spent and and planned their whole like a year for because of the situation. People aren't able to do certain things that are way more important than seeing a fucking movie uh, in a theater. And so like be like read the room, read the fucking country, read the world, you know, a little bit more. And so it just frustrates me because I understand the feeling. I just think there's a way to present it that doesn't sound like you're yeah. super selfish, you know. But I think invariably, no matter how you uh, code it, it's still gonna it's still gonna come off as selfish in some regard. You might be right. Yeah, you yeah. might be right too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know. Uh where were we? We got off track on that. Where were we? What uh your deuce? What do you got? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I want to add to what you were saying. The, okay. uh, the moments in a communal way, yeah, the cheers. Also, the tears uh, as well. Like, you know, in Pixar movies, we were just mentioning Soul and other Pixar movies. Like, those moments where you can hear other people crying while you're crying. Like, there's a sense of community in that. It's just yeah. the overall. And, and I'll add another one that's a bit impish. When a crowd turns on a movie. Some of my favorite moments in a theater is when a crowd realizes that there are other people that feel the same way about this movie as they do. Sure. And they start to make comments at the movie's expense. You get co- like from the peanut gallery and all of that. And people are laughing. Like when I went to see taken three with like, it was like 10 of us that went to see it. It was a dude night, a bunch of guys. And like a uh, 45 minutes, an hour into the movie, you realize this is an absolute piece of shit. And they just start making comments. Some of the fan people we went with, actually, some of the other people who are in the theater, rather, uh, making comments. And so it's the people I'm with start making the And it becomes a new way to enjoy the movie, mm-hmm. even though you're watching a shitty movie. It's better than walking out because in that way, you've actually turned it into a communal experience. So I love that. I miss that part of it as well. Loving sure. or hating the movie or being emotionally moved by the movie. Uh, those are huge for me. Um, so my number two is when you've seen a seminal movie in your life and you stay in the theater uh, or you walk by yourself afterwards. Okay. I think that to me is like huge in the experience. Um, I have been in movie theaters where I've gone to see something by myself or gone to see it with a group of friends and I drove myself where I've said to them, I- I'm going to sit through the end credits and I'm just going to sit here for a bit. And I've even had people come in the past, not recently, but in the past, come clean the theater. And I'll be like, I just, I need to sit with this a little bit more. And there's yeah. a sense of where the, the theater itself is like this safe space that once you walk out of it, you'll start yeah, to the magic is Right, exactly. Right, It's like driving a car off a lot. The depreciation immediately starts. Yeah. So the depreciation of the feeling and of the effect of that movie, if it's a movie that really spoke to you deeply, will start to dissipate as you walk out. And so for me, I I miss being able to sit I in the movie theater afterwards. Yeah, That kind of ties in with my number one slightly. Okay. okay. Uh, which my number one is, so movie ends. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's the feeling of fulfillment of having seen a good movie. And then the mm-hmm. overall, I guess, sadness, knowing that I'll never be able to see that for the first time again. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you, you go that far in the process. Okay. Oh, I, I have both feelings of the yeah, high yeah. of having just experienced that. And then also yeah. going like, I would give anything to be able to wipe my mind right now and go rewatch that again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, 
own there's I have never streamed anything where I've had near that and it doesn't matter like before this pandemic watching movies for this show or catching up or seeing yeah. some classic that I'd never seen not it never once has it had that same impact where I have been sitting in a theater and just having both emotions but it's what you're talking about I don't want to leave the theater in that because yeah. it's officially over at yeah. that point right right the experience the event everything that I've been leading up to is now done but I'll be damned if I didn't love every second of that. Like, congratulations to everybody that worked on that. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's. I think that's when you know you're a cinephile, man. I think if you're the kind of person that would sit in a movie theater a little bit longer, or sit through the credits, or just kind of take. I mean, I, I've walked outside of theaters in malls and just sat down on a park on one of those park benches in a mall. Okay, and just kind of sat with the feeling, you know, and just kind of looked at people walking by and just being lost in my own thoughts. And uh, I loved it. I loved that, man. I used to savor that so much, um, you know, because it was so important. Because, yes, I knew I, I know I say it's just a movie. And I mean in the overall general sense, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it, movies can change the world. Movies can change who you are as a person fundamentally. Movies have, you know, been able to impact uh, uh, cultures, uh, uh, countries, uh, regions, continents, certainly in in ways and even change your perspective on people who you don't know people of a different color or people Mm -hmm. or women or men or people of a certain region they can change your mind about it so yes it's obviously more than just a movie but in comparison to what other people are going through it can be just a movie i'm not trying to devalue the power yeah so there's certainly something about being in that theater and i think people who are or cinephiles have had i think all of them probably have had that moment where that one film or multiple films has been like Oh, I have to sit here. I don't want to walk out because the real world's out there. And I just, I yeah, just you like want to live in the, I think the extreme case was, I remember after avatar and mm. a number of people saying, oh, God, I wish I could move to whatever in the world. Oh that, yeah. That was called. And there was some weird phenomenon where certain people were experiencing a depression tied into the movie because they wow. realized how little magic there was in our world compared to that one. Ah. And you're like, wow, you really got sucked into what I thought was an okay movie. <laughs> yeah, it's the reason, reason it made the money and it did, I guess. Yeah, it did. No, it did. Block, yeah. It's crazy, though. Like, is Avatar really now, you know, deserving of being number two all time? It was number one until, mm. you know, what, Endgame? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but well, well, Matt, I think that's the what motivated them to build that land that they built to the, at the theme park in in Florida. They built the Pandora the avatar land. So you can actually go and be in like completely um, enveloped by the land there and, and enjoy it in a visceral way. You know, like, do you know anybody that's anticipated like sitting here waiting on pins and needles for Cameron to roll out avatars, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like I've spoken, I don't know a single person. Nope. I've spoken to no one, not one, not one person been necessarily excited. I've seen when was the last time somebody brought up how good avatar was to you. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. Couldn't couldn't legitimately tell you mm-hmm. since it came out. Like, yeah, I mean, when we were covering it, there was conversations about did you like it, not like it. But it's not a movie that comes up that often in conversation when you're talking about the greatest yeah. films or the best films ever made, even the Thank best you. Cameron films ever made. It really comes up in conversation. It comes up because it made so much money, right? That's why it comes up, right? But it doesn't come up. Like people go aliens first, or people go to Terminator, first, Terminator two, yeah. Terminator two. They go to a number of Cameron films. Even True Lies, I've seen people speak about True Lies, even with all the kind of uh, 
problems with it now looking back uh not racist enough have- that yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, the caricatures weren't offensive enough. Uh, I think, yeah, you're right. Cameron missed it on that one. He should have. <laughs> yeah, that was really ridiculous what he did in that film. But like, you see that, and you go, well, even people feel like they lug True Lies more than Avatar. Um, and Avatar is a great message. Certainly, Avatar visually one of the most incredible films. I just think sometimes I watch that film, I'm like, yeah, it's I get it, but I feel like I've seen it in a million other movies before. Yeah. What makes this one so much more distinct, you know? But yeah. But we'll be getting 12 more of them. So hopefully they're good. Yeah. Well, unless the first one crashes and burns, then maybe we won't. I don't know. But I think they're doing a Lord of the Rings style where they're shooting them like yeah. a, bunch, a few of them all at the same time. So You're right. the first one crashes and burns, we're still going to get. Yeah, I guess they're going to keep trying. They've invested too much to not at least give it a couple tries. Well, I want to see. I want to see if the people who were who are screaming for Patty Jenkins to be taken off Rogue Squadron because of one sequel to one bad sequel they maybe didn't like to the to Wonder Woman are the same people who are going to clamor for James Cameron and not to have any more Avatar movies if this next sequel comes out and it's terrible. Yeah. I, I know, I'm not trying to compare. I'm just saying it's kind of apples and oranges. Yeah, consistency in my opinion. Well, Wonder Woman was pre-existing property, so people have expectations, whereas Cameron created Avatar. So ah, good point. Good if he point. wants to, to mess it up, it's like, well, it's kind of his. Right, right. It's good like point. Lucas screwing up Star Wars uh, or uh, having the ability to screw up Star Wars. We give him that leeway. Just be like, well, he made the fucking thing, even if I don't agree with him. Mm. It's like it's his to do with as he as he pleases. Well, that's not always the case. A lot of people hate that can't. Uh, Lucas went in there and redid yeah. the original trilogy stuff. They felt he was violating their memories with some of the. And I, I agree on that front. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially yeah. after a guy that was, you know, saying that he went before Congress saying we can't colorize the black and whites because we need to preserve the cinematic heritage for yeah. future generations. So they see the unaltered way that the artist originally intended for it to be out, and then not two decades or fifteen years later, going, <laughs> well. I'm still alive and be like, eh, why don't you just keep making new movies? Yeah. Right. As opposed to altering the previous movies. But anyway, that's neither here yeah. nor there. Yeah, that's a fair point. All right. Uh, do we want to combine these lists? I, 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 like bring it up. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to either. I think this is a great, uh, unique list for us to count down, Matt, and do something unique in tandem with it, which is to not combine them. Because yeah. these are our separate experiences. And we're just overall talking about how much we miss going to the movies. Yeah, it's uh, how do you? There is no collective. Mm. What do you miss about the? These are the top ten, like you know, definitively on some level. I guess you could say that about what every week we do on the show. Mm. There's no way to definitively say, but at least I can back up my opinion on those with, oh, well, because of X, Y, and Z. And this one is just like I don't know. The smell of popcorn reminds me of this, and that's why I love it. Yeah, I yeah. don't have much facts beyond my opinion uh, or right. experiences. Matt, yeah, which I, is, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I agree. This is a show that we should not yeah. create. And, and and which is why, uh, you know, uh, we did the show, I think, is to kind of commiserate together about the missing of being able to go see movies. And then hopefully those of you who are listening or watching us felt a little bit of a release with that as well. Maybe you agreed with some of the things we said. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you have other yeah. ones you want to throw in there. Hit us um, up. Yeah, hit us up. Yeah, let us know in the comment section if you're watching it on YouTube or tweet us, tweeted us about it as well. And just letting you know, like, you know, we're in the camp with you. We miss going to the movies. Mm-hmm. And we, want, we thought this would be a great list. And Matt suggests this list seemed like a great idea to start 2021, you know, remembering 
And yeah. uh, so we something don't forget, positive. Yeah, something positive. Absolutely. Reminiscing and also forecasting outward. What 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 do we have to look forward to when we get back to some sort of normalcy? Exactly. At least here in the states, other places are experiencing it again. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, something hopeful. Um, and let us know. I would genuinely because like the THX thing, I didn't think about, <laughs> and it's a great little hook of you only get that at the theater. Right. Right. Uh, so. You know, myself at Matt Nost, uh, at The Roca Says, at Top 10 Show, um, or at Instagram at uh, The Top 10 Podcast with the number 10. But I, I would love to see what we're missing on this and and what, what you guys are looking forward to. If you're like us and you really can't go to a theater and experience it the way that you always have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit us up over there. And if uh, if you want to s- join us over at Patreon.com forward slash The Top 10 with the number 10, we thoroughly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody that uh, donates over there. Uh, it means the world to us and the golden ticket people. Um, it'd probably be a week off. This week's show will be the last one. Mm-hmm. We'll take a week off because we have to just, after the holidays, do all the scheduling and stuff. And, yeah. you know, we got to get all the, it's the semifinal round. There's only two matches and then we go into the finals. We got to make sure we can accommodate everybody's schedules because we don't want to leave anyone out. Uh, so give us a little time so we can be a little flexible with uh, our people over there. And, um, if you uh, want to check out Settle the Score or Dropping Dimes, uh, you can find those anywhere you get podcasts. Otherwise, just once again, follow me at Matt Nost, and I put links up for that stuff each and every week. And there. that's it for me. There you go. Uh, you can follow me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. As Matt said, you know, follow us on all the social medias. Subscribe to the channel down below if you're watching us on the YouTube channel. If you're listening to us and you and you don't know about our YouTube channel, maybe you're a new listener, well, you can always go just type in the top 10 and uh, 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 one of our names, and you should be able to find it that way and subscribe to it. Uh, all those videos are there available for you to watch of all pretty much everything we've been doing for the last year is there and then mm-hmm. some. And so give it a like, give it a click, uh, and also leave a comment in you know, all the likes and comments that raise the visibility of all the episodes on the top 10, but mm-hmm. definitely subscribe. And it helps us financially as well. This, those videos are now monetized. So whatever clicks or likes or whatever views you give it, it helps us put a little few pennies in the coffer there for the top 10s. So we'd appreciate it. If you don't mind coming over to my channel as well, uh, it's a uh, youtube.com slash the Roca says all the stuff we got going on. there, talking about film, talking about television, media, entertainment, sports, pro wrestling, uh, politics. It's all there. It's all there on, on the uh, outlaw nation channel. So you can go and take a look at that there. All right. That's it from us. Much love to you all. Hope you had a great start to your new year. Happy new year to 2021. Thanks for staying aboard the top 10 train or if you're new thanks for taking a a, buying a ticket to come on the train uh we are looking forward to entertaining you more and more as Mm -hmm. the year progresses and uh we'll uh and we'll just keep going and we'll talk to you soon on the next a brand new episode of the top 10 show